The way that he looked at me was just, it's different than any other dog that I've had. A different way of seeing me than any other dog that I've had in my life. Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. Hello, friend. I'm Molly Jacobson, and today on Dog Cancer Answers, we're doing something a little bit different. It's Mother's Day this weekend, and so when I spoke with one of our veterinarians at dogcancer.com, Dr. Adrienne Anderson, this week, I asked her about a very special dog in her life, her heart dog, Ludo. Sometimes we dog lovers forget that veterinarians are also animal lovers and that their busy jobs sometimes keep them from expressing themselves directly to us as they would perhaps to people in their life. So this is a little glimpse into Dr. Anderson's own personal world and the love and care that she shares with her own special animals in her life. So, Dr. Anderson, tell us a little bit about your heart dog, Ludo. Yeah. My heart dog, Ludo, was a 160-pound Great Dane mix, all black, who just, I think, he just came into my life when I, when I really needed him and was with me through vet school and through having my children. And he had just... Uh, I just think there are some dogs that you have in your life or a dog that you have in your life that, that touch you in a, in a way that really changes you for life. And I think while many dogs in our life do this in one way or another, I think a lot of people would agree that there will often be one that there's something maybe even indescribable that they did for you that will have such a lasting impact. And he was that. He, he didn't pass from cancer, but he had a disorder of his, he had laryngeal paralysis. So he wasn't able to swallow and not inhale his food. And so he just got repeat pneumonia over and over and over in the last year and a half of his life. And at a point couldn't, didn't have any more antibiotic options. Mm. So had to humanely euthanize him. And I did it myself. I euthanized him myself, which I don't know that I would ever do again necessarily, but uh, I was his person. And so I felt that I owed it to him and that he would be the most at peace if he could experience it that way. So my heart dog, Ludo, had a way of touching my life in many different ways. Wow. Sometimes um, when people talk about their heart dog, there really isn't anything to say. It's really just a kind of a a space to <laughs> like a space that yeah. they create. Like, and I think anybody who's had a heart dog or a dog, but especially that heart dog that just speaks to you. And yeah, for me, it's like my heart dog, Kinga, she, she saw who I was and she loved me as I was. Yeah. Just that unconditional love is so phenomenal to receive. It is. It's like nothing else. And I just, I think I totally agree. The way that he looked at me was just, it's different than any other dog that I've had. A different way of seeing me than any other dog that I've had in my life. And I've had dogs since I was born, pretty much. So, yeah. So when did Ludo pass? He passed, gosh, I guess two years ago, around now, Mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. Do you have any advice or 
encouragement for those who have recently lost a dog about what it's like to recover from that grief? I don't know if recover is the right word. How to cope. (laughs) Move through it or process. And um, I think a lot of it is just remembering the special things that he did for me and the special way that he impacted me and and that my kids got to meet him and all the places he got to go. He traveled all over the country. And so remembering those things. And I think, well, for me, I thought, I, I don't know if I'm ever going to get another dog. I don't know that I can. And I think a lot of people feel that way after mm-hmm. they lose a really special dog, a heart dog or any dog. I didn't realize how healing it would be to get another one until I did. And I think that's a hard thing to come to. But for me, it was very therapeutic and helpful to get the next dog. Yeah. They give us so much. And there's a point at which we want to start giving it back again. Yeah. Dogs appreciate our care and attention so much. They do. Often more than humans do. Yeah. Exactly. And I think realizing like I can love this other dog in a different way and that's special too. I think that is hard to conceive of when you're not feeling it, when you're grieving, it's hard to to realize that. But then when they're in front of you, you find a new kind of love and know it will never be the same and it's going to be different, but it's going to be special in its own way. And that is healing. I had a very special grandmother and she, well, everybody has a special grandmother. But my Grammy used to say she had lots of, I've never been able to accurately count. I could if I had to, but all of her grandchildren, there's a lot of grandchildren. And she would say, I don't know how many there are of you, but I have that many hearts. (laughs) (laughs) That is amazing. (laughs) Sometimes I think that's what it feels like. Like my whole heart is for each of my dogs, my whole heart. And so that, that feeling of like a whole new heart. So when you bring in another dog, you get a whole new heart. Exactly. You get a whole new heart, a whole new way of thinking and way of loving. And it's a special thing to be able to do. I mean, yes, my husband has this saying where he's like, the worst thing about dogs is that you have to have a lot of them in your life. But the best thing about them is that you get to have a lot of them in your life. Oh, I love that. So that it's so good. It's just like, yes, we have so many throughout our lives because they don't live as long. But that means we get to love that many times over and experience those relationships so many times over. And that's a lucky thing that we get. Thank you, Dr. Anderson. My pleasure. This has been wonderful to talk to you about your heart dog, Ludo. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, listener. Go hug your special dog right now and give them a nice little pet from all of us here at Dog Cancer Answers. You can see some of the work that Dr. Anderson has been doing with us at dogcancer.com and you will be hearing more from her and other veterinarians on our team on this podcast in the coming weeks, months, and years. I'm Molly Jacobson and from all of us here at Dog Podcast Network, I'd like to wish you and your dog a very happy Mother's Day and a warm aloha. Thank you for listening to Dog Cancer Answers. If you'd like to connect, please visit our website at dogcancer.com or call our listener line at 808-868-3200. 
And here's a friendly reminder that you probably already know. This podcast is provided for informational and educational purposes only. It's not meant to take the place of the advice you receive from your dog's veterinarian. Only veterinarians who examine your dog can give you veterinary advice or diagnose your dog's medical condition. Your reliance on the information you hear on this podcast is solely at your own risk. If your dog has a specific health problem, contact your veterinarian. Also, please keep in mind that veterinary information can change rapidly. Therefore, some information may be out of date. Dog Cancer Answers is a presentation of Maui Media in association with Dog Podcast Network. Is artificial intelligence going to change veterinary medicine? Well, it already has. Right now on Dog Cancer Answers, we're speaking with Dr. Kelly Deal of Morris Animal Foundation about how AI is impacting veterinary research and the practice of medicine itself. That's on Dog Cancer Answers. Get it wherever you get your podcasts or at dogcancer.com slash podcast. <laughs> 